From Charleston, South Carolina, it's Champagne Vaughn. You're listening to the Sips and Sounds podcast. I'm your host, Champagne Vaughn, your queen of celebration, naturally. On this show, I discuss three things, the glass of wine I'm sipping on and two artists you've been sleeping on. But today's episode will be a little different. This is a happy hour episode. I don't know about you, but I love sharing good news and I love venting during happy hour. For the sake of keeping the happy in the hour, we're going to only focus on the good news. So grab your glass, adjust the volume to your listening device, whatever you got me talking on, and let's celebrate some good news. Celebrate good times with Champagne Vaughn. If you don't know who Shanna Swain is, you must live under a rock, people. I say that respectfully. This is a food and bev veteran in Charleston, South Carolina, but don't let the word veteran fool you. That is merely a word to articulate her experience. She is an ever-evolving service industry badass. She's also my sister-in-law, so don't say I'm biased. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Shanna is a bartender in the low country who has nurtured a very supportive clientele. I'm not kidding. She's even in the running for Charleston Best of Awards in the bartending category. Her following could always guarantee seeing her behind the bar at Zen Asian Fusion. Excellent sushi, by the way. But of course, due to COVID-19, Zen was not exempt from the restrictions passed down by the governor, so Shanna had to stop bartending there. This is a perfect time for me to reveal a little something about Shanna. She's a hustler. She's a hustler. She's a hustler. On top of bartending, she's also a writer, a sought-after social media influencer, a mama to two amazing girls. Shout out to Zuri and Amara. And the list goes on and on. So the hustler spirit that she has is a necessary trait during these times. So it's a good thing that she already has that checked off the list. What earns Shanna a spotlight during this happy hour is that she has found a way to adapt to her environment's change. Instead of slinging drinks behind the bar, she's found a way to sling drinks in front of a camera. Introducing Swanky Spirits, a virtual cocktail culture and crafting class. I got the chance to get a little more info on what this class is all about and how I got started, but I'll let Shanna tell you. I'm Shanna Banana. That's usually what people know me by. I've been bartending and serving in West Ashley and Charleston for almost 20 years now. So when we uh, got furloughed, laid off, however you want to call it, I decided to um, start making some cocktails online, but it didn't come about until I got featured in uh, a local publication here and uh, they recorded me making a cocktail. So after that, lots of people said, hey, can you do this via Zoom? I'm like, oh, of course I can. So since then, had a couple groups and several more with interest. And basically, we set up a Zoom meeting. Um, we, I give them supplies that they need, and we create or put together uh, cocktails. I, the, the two classes that I've given so far, we um, make a, uh, excuse me, we make a classic cocktail, and then I craft a cocktail for them. So I take them step by step, give them a little bit of history on the cocktails and give them a little history or a little technique on, you know, why you shake some, why you mix some, just the stirring. So it's been pretty fun. People are like, wow, I didn't even know this. They see the real cool parts of like shaking cocktails behind a bar or straining them. And now they get to do it. 
in the comfort of their own home. So you're giving people more than just a lesson on how to create a cocktail. You're also giving them the history behind it. That's pretty cool. It made you, what made you want to do that as well? Well, I think it all just comes natural. We're in an environment where um, I'm in my location there and theirs. We're having a happy hour. So at happy hour, you usually involve some conversation. So it just kind of came organically, like as I'm speaking, I'm kind of a nerd on um, alcohol and, and cocktails anyway. So I figured if this was going to be a class, I needed to show them a little bit of the history behind making cocktails. Now, I, I like learning about the history of cocktails. I think for some reason it makes the cocktail feel even better. It's almost like you're just paying homage to the greatness of yep. the cocktail. Right, exactly. So being able to really kind of transform yourself, at least during this time, as we know with the coronavirus and uh, the food and beverage industry being hit with these kinds of, you know, regulations and, and restrictions in terms of being able to be in the restaurant, have you been able to see any other bartenders kind of, you know, attempt to adapt or what have you seen? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, our industry as I was telling someone else earlier, it's so ironic that the food and beverage industry bartending has been um, an industry that's um, indestructible, if you will. We've yeah. not been affected by a lot of things, even right. when there are economic um, downturns in our country, people still need alcohol. People still need a person to go talk to i.e. the bartender, people still need a crowd that they feel a part of. And no matter what's really going on in society, those things always remain true. So the irony behind it is that this one, we were, I would say, arguably one of the most directly hit professions, meaning we were expendable. They didn't, we, we weren't needed <laughs> anymore. Right. So I think... The, at least the first month, a lot of us were just in shock, like, wait, what do you mean we can't serve drinks? <laughs> what do you mean I can't pop a beer or pour you a shot? Like, we've always been able to do this through right. everything. So to be able to rebound from that has to have been difficult. Um, I don't consider myself rebounded. I just know that I'm using whatever skills I have available to um, cultivate other niches or markets um, for myself to uh, be able to survive. I have kids, so right. it's as plainly as that. I got I to gotta work and make some, some sort of um, talent that I can use even after all this is done to make sure that I provide for my family. And that, that's a very valid point right there. And I, I like everything that you just said, and especially just that idea of, of saying, hey, I, I may not have completely rebounded in the sense, but it is really cool to see this kind of adapting. You know, there's this, I think you said it best on, um, on Facebook. You said that you're a hustler. I think that's pretty much yep. the, the <laughs> clear cut, you know, and I, I think it's a, it's a really cool testament of who you are. And and how a lot of people view you because even during this time and, and before um, everything started shutting down, uh, 
you were still waiting on Charleston Best of Awards, right? And like uh, mm-hmm. the culmination of that. So yep. let's just talk a little bit about that because you were in the category for bartenders. And and I just want yeah. to your yeah, like so that that's it's just so appropriate, you know, just how did you feel, even though you don't have the results yet, by the time that, you know, anyone's listening to this interview, you don't have the results yet, but how did you feel about the support from your clientele? How did you feel about that during the campaigning process? Um, first I felt great, honored, a part of a family that has stood the test of time, like I said, I've been doing it for a long time. And I think at this point, uh, there's a fan base following, if you will. But I also felt validated um, because as doing it as long as I have, a lot of times notoriety gets passed to um, bartenders and food and bev employees in certain demographics and locations around our city and for it to uh for the the notice to have spread to you know more local parts of the city where tourists don't dwell that was awesome like like i'm a locals bartender i'm people who are from charleston know shanna banana and i think that being one of the five in the entire city nominated for that award is a true testament to that. So I, without bragging, I felt validated and I felt honored at the same time. And I hope I win, which I think I will. But if I don't, it'll be fine. <laughs> I, have, I have my fingers crossed for you too. And you are completely correct. It is a testament to who you are and just kind of the groundwork that you've placed. Because that, that was, I haven't thought of it from that perspective. Um, you are right. This is, this is a, this you being especially in in west ashley and and just uh not necessarily downtown which you know we've got love for all of the um all the bartenders out there but that does say definitely and it also says something that people would take the time to insert your name to be nominated that's why nominations still really matter because right someone intentionally said actually I have someone in mind and it's this person right here and we got a lot of bars right. in the city so for your name to show up in those five that says a lot right you had to have a once your I don't know exactly what the number is but your name had to be nominated a certain amount of times for you to end up on that ballot so I do think my friends and these are friends that like really went to bat for me really, really believe that I am the best bartender because, I mean, it's insane how many people are still asking about that, how many people already call me that, how many people just from knowing my name was on the ballot started to come in my place of work. Yeah. Oh, I heard you're the best part. I mean, so, like, it's, it's an award that doesn't have a financial reward to it, but it kind of does it, it if we get announced and I'm the winner, then that means, you know, there's a financial reward back there because there are people who want to come sit at my bar. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you even get even more people and that's, and that's insane in any way because of the amount of people you already have that already know you. Yeah. <laughs> more, man. Yeah. I, I think it's, awesome. I know. I think it's awesome. And I think that's another natural progression into 
especially the uh, Swanky Spirits class. I think yeah. it's natural progression, and it's something that um, you are still connecting with your, if we want to say it like this, your fan base or your friend base. You are still connecting mm-hmm. with them in this way. And I think people are really going to, they already noticed that, and they are appreciative of that. And that is something that I, I don't see anybody else doing it. You know, I don't have eyes everywhere, but I don't see anyone else doing mm-hmm. it. It's not about if anyone else is doing it. It's just the fact that it means something to some, to people when they see those, that kind of work being put in. So kudos right. on that. And I know I was definitely excited to see the virtual classes. It looked like every, you already had, you know, you've had two classes and, and two glowing reviews from it. So that was, that's really awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. And you're right. They, they need me, but I need them more. Like these are people that keep me going in my grown up world <laughs> and I say growing up because I have two little kids but in in that world I'm their bartender they're my guests but we we were lifelong friends I've known a lot of these people my entire career so it, it is an honor yeah so we're gonna take swanky spirits all the way out by the time you know it's uh this thing that we're in stops and we're all able to return to work. I still hope to do it because there are friends here who have friends in California who want to, you know, hang out together one night. And I think this is a great platform. So absolutely. So tell the people how they can, uh, I guess, get in touch with you in order to set up these kind of swanky spirit classes. Okay. Um, I'm Shanna. My email is Shanna Zuri, S-H-A-N-A-Z-U-R-I at gmail.com. Just shoot me a text, I mean, excuse me, an email and I'll get back with you ASAP. If that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what else will. Actually, false. I do know exactly what will. Let me go ahead and get somebody on the phone that actually has attended one of the Swanky Spirits cocktail classes. My first question has to do with one, why do you like cocktails like, so much? I like cocktails so much. I don't even think it's more about the cocktail than it is about the experience that I have when I have cocktails. Um, I have the best conversations with my friends and right. strangers alike um, whenever I'm having cocktails. And I think it's more about the experience and how cocktails bring people together. Um, it's a lot of fun, but I think a lot of times the conversation can go from something really lighthearted and funny to something really serious and back to lighthearted and funny again around cocktails. And I really appreciate that experience. Wow. Why do you think, why do you think it's like that around food and drink? I think it's something that we all need. (laughs) It's a common need. Um, You know, we might not necessarily need the alcohol, but um, food and, and beverages is something that we all need to survive in some way or another. But I think that it just brings people together. And I think a lot of my greatest memories, and I think a lot of other people could relate, comes from if you share those memories, it's usually around food, drinks, and celebrating. Right. And I, I know I've always seen you looking fly, going to brunch, whatever it may be. Um, so I know that during this quarantine, uh, not that you're a big, you know, outdoors fiend. I'm not sure if that's the case. I know I like going out to a good happy hour, but I know that this time is a little bit mm-hmm. different. So where, when did you get to the point where you said, all right, enough is enough. I, I got to have a little, a little taste of my life before. Um, the first week I kind of already knew, um, <laughs> that this was going to be challenging for me. In fact, I actually did a fast like in March, it was like a financial fast. And during that time, 
the challenge that I did was 21 days. You couldn't spend money or entertainment at all. And that was very challenging for me because I enjoy enjoying life. And a part of enjoying life for me is being out and about, um, having good food, having good drinks, and just spending time with my friends. And so that fast kind of prepared me for this time without me even knowing. So when this all happened, I had already been fasting for 21 days, and I was looking forward to like a really good steak meal at Del Frisco's. That was going to be like my my thing after the fast was over. I was looking forward to that, and it was like that exact same day um, the restaurant shut down, and it just was like, oh. Okay, so I guess I'm just going to keep moving how I've been moving for the past 21 days. Wow, that is, that is, I don't know if that's called irony, but I know that sucks. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It sucks, but it it really prepared me because if this had happened just like at a drop of of a dime like it did, I think I would have had some challenges with adapting to it. But I kind of just, it was like, okay, well, I guess this is what it is. And so I just continued the way that I already was, just kind of inviting friends over and and cooking meals and having friends um, bring over food, so that's been fun. That that is perfect. So it did it did set you su- set you up for success, really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So then, what sparked you to to uh, get at Shanna about a cocktail class? So I've been friends with Shanna on social just from being friends with like Tunde and Mecca and Stefan, and I just mm-hmm. I love her spirit. Like she, she always seems to find the good in things. And even if it's something that she's sharing on Facebook that I'm like, dang, that kind of sucked that that happened to her this morning. Like she finds joy in it. And so it's hard for me to like feel bad if she's the person that's dealing with the situation and she can find joy in it. And so just her perspective on things is just so lighthearted and she's able to just turn something that's not a good situation into something good. And since this happened and I knew she really loved what she did as a bartender and working in the restaurant industry, I kept thinking to myself, like, what could I do to support her? And I was thinking to myself, it might be kind of weird just to send her a cash up, but no, like if this is on my heart, maybe I should do it. And so that day when she posted the video, I was like, wow, that would be cool if like I could get some friends together. She could do a cocktail class and we could pay her. And so that's when I sent the message to her, um, the comments to her, and she got with me, and that was that. So it just was a way for me to, like, support her during this time because I know that with the restaurant industry and everything pretty much being shut down, particularly, like, bars, I knew that that wasn't something that she was able to continue to do. And I know how much she loves it just by following her on social media. That is perfect, and that was a beautiful idea, and it made so much sense. When I, when I saw it, I know I was – I was impressed with the idea. I was like, it, it, you're right. It just fits her. How was the class? It was so much fun. It was so much fun. And I love that Shanna, she didn't make it so serious. Like me and my friends are not serious at all, especially when we're like getting together and having cocktails or food. Like that's our time to like decompress. We all work in some industry that we all work in like human services. So it's very stressful, especially now. And so when we get together, it's never anything serious. We like to just have fun. And she made it really fun. And she was very patient and very knowledgeable, but not knowledgeable in a way that it was like, what is she talking about? Like, it was like, oh, okay, like on Sex in the City. And she was like, yeah, exactly. Like when we were talking about like the cosmopolitan and she was saying that it should be pink and not red. Whereas, you know, some places we go, it is red. And I was like, I never knew that. That's like Sex in the City. And she was like, exactly. So she made it very relatable, fun lighthearted, not too much pressure. It just was a fun experience, but we also learned along the way. I like that aspect that you learned along the way, because then that says that 
first off, beyond it being money good, uh, well spent because of the fact of who the person is, but also you walked away having knowledge when you go to the bars, whenever you're able to, mm-hmm. you've got this knowledge now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. That is, that's a really good takeaway. And I think that says a lot about what this class is. It's much more than just learning about cocktails. It's also just kind of understanding the lifestyle. So I I think that Mm -hmm. Jana obviously does a really good job doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just from her social, I know that she loves what she does. It's not just like, oh, I just do this. This is just my job. Like she really enjoys it. Like she talks about her customers. And I think recently, a, a year ago, maybe like one of her customers like passed away or something like that. It was an older gentleman. And she like told the story about him online. And I was like, that's so amazing that she has that connection with people through her job. And I, that, that alone just to me, it let me know that it's something that she's doing that she really loves. And she doesn't look at it like just a job. She knows that she's impacting people's lives every single day. That is, that is beautiful. And that's what it's about, especially with that food and bev industry, that service industry. That's what you want to have that kind of connection with one, your bartender, but really anyone that's on the other side of that, that bar or whoever serving mm-hmm. you, you want that kind of connection because that's what, what makes mm-hmm. us miss that industry right now. Yeah. 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 And I think that the thing, like being a therapist, one of the things I think about <laughs> not to like connect drinking and like, you know, um, just like having a bad day. But sometimes when you have a day, like you just, the bartender just has no idea like how just them being kind or like just them being patient or just them being themselves and just asking you how you're doing. Like sometimes that's the first person to ask you how you were doing all Mm. day. And that means a lot for so many people. And for people that go home and they're alone, that experience and that exchange with the bartender, maybe during their happy hour, or just picking up some food, that's a, that's a meaningful experience for them. And so a lot of people I know that they're probably missing that right now. And that's the unfortunate part about what's going on is that there's so many connections that I don't even think we realize were like connections to us that we miss right yeah. now. I definitely appreciate it. And I wanted you to... Pretty much, if there was someone that was on the fence, they're not sure if they want to do the class, what would you say to them? Take the class. Take the class. Like, you will have so much fun. Like, even if you took it with just you and one other person, or if you even took it by yourself, like Shana was hosting with us, like, she'll, she makes it fun. Um, she has good conversation. She's very kind. Take the class with her. You won't regret it. Thank you so much, Candice, for your time. That was perfect. I don't know how else to describe how awesome, amazing, and adaptable Shanna Swain is, and especially during these times, um, being in the food and bev industry, there are a lot of shaky, uncertain things. So it's really awesome to see someone who's well-respected do their thing and do it real well. So this is the part of the show, you know me, I've got to raise a glass. To Shanna Swain, may you continue to impress us with your go-getter attitude and your incomparable perseverance. That wraps it up for our happy hour episode. And next week, we're right back to our traditional format where I talk about the glass of wine I'm sipping on and two artists you've been sleeping on. I appreciate you so much for listening. And until we meet again, health, wealth, and wisdom to you all. Salud. Thank you for listening to the Sips and Sounds podcast. Expect new episodes every Tuesday available on Spotify and SoundCloud. Expect corresponding mixes available every Wednesday on SoundCloud. Search Sips and Sounds Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Access granted.